previously on Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. Can I have your attention, please? Because you're talking about, you're talking about what? Some potato salad you ate? Some colleague you particularly admire? Let's talk about something important. Pick a beer up. Beer is for closers only. You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm here from downtown, and I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of congratulations. So go ahead, pick up a beer. Let's have a toast. First of all, let me welcome you all to the 1990 Premier Properties Company Picnic. And today, we are here to celebrate you, all of you, because 1989 was our best year on record. That's right. So here's to you, the great salesman of Premier Properties. Thank you for an outstanding year. You're the best. Thank you. Oh, and I'll see you all later at the starting line for the big contest of the day, the three-legged race. Ricky, Ricky. Yes, George, how are you doing? Fine. What do you mean, in the race? In the three-legged race? Okay, yes, the race. <laughs> I'm fucked in the race. I don't have a partner. I don't have a bunch of fucking nonsense, any case. It, it is? That's right. Are you entering? Oh, yes, George. Ricky and I are the defending champions. One thing, Dave, of which I wanted to go over with you, of which about the three-legged race is I wanted to talk to you regarding our strategy. The strategy? The strategy? Get a load of this guy with the fucking strategy. This may make us run faster. It may not. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But listen to what I'm going to tell you now. Shelly, hey, Shelly, are you entering the, uh... Hey, are you okay? Uh, I'm fine, George. It's nothing. What? What's the matter? Uh, my wife. My daughter's home with a runny nose, and my wife's all... <laughs> you know, she's worried. Kids, right? They'll worry you to death. Yeah. I'm sure it's nothing, Shelly. Yeah, she'll be fine, right? Listen, Shelly, are you entering the three-legged race? I don't know. Are you? I don't know. I can't, uh, I can't, I, I don't think I can. Why not? Uh, when I put my leg in the potato sack, I, I get nervous. That's not the three-legged race, George. That's the potato sack race. Oh, they're different? Yeah. You gonna enter? Well, would you be my partner? Sure thing, George. Right. It's a long track with no turning, Pally. You and me out there working the three-legged race, and we'll go out there and we'll take the trophy from Dave and Ricky, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love this job. Ah, me too, George, me too. Shelly, Shelly. What? Wake up. Huh? Wake up, Shell. It's George. Wake up. What? What? Ah, what? Where am I? What? George? Oh, thank God. I thought you were dead. I think I was having a dream. Oh, my head. Jesus. George, what What happened to you? I don't know. Some guys beat me up at a job interview. That's not right. And, and, then, and then I woke up here. Where are we? 
We're in a van or something. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're taking us. Well, who's they? I don't know that either. Must be those guys who abducted me. They were like foreign terrorists or something. Terrorists? Oh, I'm scared, Shell. Try to relax, George. They kept us alive for some reason. There, there's something else. Okay. What? I think there's someone else here with us. It's, it's dark in here. I can't... Shh, shh. Listen. I don't like the sounds of that. Well, what are we going to do? I don't know, George. I don't know. Doctor. Doctor, how is he? Uh, Is he going to be okay? Are you a member of the family, Mr. Uh... Link. James Link. Me? Uh, no. I... I'm not, um... I can only divulge patient information. To a member of the family. I... I... He's... He's my best friend. I see. Does he have a family? I, I, I don't know. He, he never mentioned any, any family. All right, well, Mr. Link, I'm going to have to level with you. Mr. Roma suffered a serious head trauma. He's in a coma. We don't know when or if. He'll make it out. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Ricky... Well, I mean, is, is there anything I can, you know, uh, how, how can I help? Well, for a man in his condition, there's not much we can do. We'll do our best to keep him comfortable. We're just going to have to wait and see. We're going to do all we can to give Mr. Romo a fighting chance, but the rest is up to him. All hospital rooms smell vaguely of rubbing alcohol. They must think I'm dead. Can't move. Can't open my eyes. Out there must look like I'm sleeping. But in here, wide awake. I'm in the dark here. In the dark here. Nothing but time. Time to think. Think about shit. Think about my life. How I got here. I remember when I first came to this country. A poor, sickly orphan just off the boat. Fucking Ellis Island. What a shithole. No place for a five-year-old with smallpox. Next. Come on, step up. I said next. Let's go, kid. You're next. What's your name? Come on, speak up, son. What is your name? Kid doesn't talk. Doesn't talk? What do you mean he doesn't talk? Doesn't talk. Well, does he speak? I don't think he does that either. Well, what's his name? How should I know? What's it say on his name tag? Uh, Ricardo Riccolini from Roma. Okay, Roma. Richard Roma. Got it. Okay, over there. Next! Wow! So that's how you got your name, huh? Nito! Yes, that's how I... Wait a minute. Who the fuck are you? My name's Charlie. Charlie, what are you doing here? I don't know, but I really, really like your story, Mr. Roma. Please, call me Ricky. Okay, sure thing, Mr. Roma. I guess you just dreamed me up because you were having some kind of lucid dream. And maybe you wanted someone to listen to you. Or maybe you're hungry or cold, and I'm the personification of that physical sensation because you can't feel stuff. Like you normally would when you're in a coma, huh? 
or maybe... Are you going to be staying long? I don't know. It's your fucking dream. But if you want to tell me some more stories, I sure would be happy to listen to them. Can someone please get this kid off my back? Shelly, who's the guy? Couldn't tell you. Too dark in here. But, uh, I think he's waking up. Who is that? Who's there? Ah, bunch of fucking nonsense. Dave? Yeah. Who'd you think it was? Motherfucking Teresa? Dave, what happened to you? I heard you skipped town. (laughs) You hear a lot of things, George. What the fuck are you laughing at? Ah, look who it is, mister. My end is my own concern himself. Himself? Maybe you should have been a little more concerned about other people, and a little less concerned about yourself. Himself? Fuck you, Shelly. Wasn't for you this whole fucking thing wouldn't have gone bad in the first place. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. It's my fault. That's right. Well, maybe Jerry Graff should have broken into the fucking office himself. Himself? Shut the fuck up, George. You're out of your element. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why am I here anyway? I didn't have anything to do with this robbery. Yes, you did. And why is that? Because you listened. This again? Look, if you didn't come up with that stupid idea to rob the office in the first place, Dave, none of us would have been. And if you hadn't kept your big fucking mouth shut. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. You are such a fucking asshole. At least I'm not a fucking rat. Hey, wait. Guys, guys, wait. Come on. Shut the fuck up, George. You're out of your element. You ran over your head. Listen, listen. Everybody listen. The van has stopped. He's right. We're, we're not moving. Where the fuck are we? Shh. Someone's coming. Hello, gentlemen. You don't know me yet, but I'm your new best fucking friend. Right this way, please. Say, uh, Mr. Roma. Oh, Christ. You still here? I sure am, Mr. Roma. Uh, what the fuck do you want, Charlie? And stop calling me Mr. Roma. You said you came to this country as an orphan. Yes. I was just wondering, um, what about your mommy and daddy? What happened to them? I don't know exactly. They were very poor. They couldn't afford a mouth to feed. So when I was born, apparently, they sold me for an extra large bottle of extra, extra virgin olive oil. Wow, that's crazy. I never knew somebody could make extra, extra virgin olive oil. Charlie. Yes? Fuck off. Okay. Oh, uh, Mr. Roma. What did I just say? What happened to you then? I mean, after you came to America, I mean, and and you got your name at Ellis Island. I was a foster child. Bounced around a lot. Ran away a lot. I guess I was searching for something. Or I just couldn't stay in one place. I don't know. The first family I can remember staying with was this white bread suburban home in Milwaukee, I think. The name was Cunt or uh, something like Cunt. Oh, Cunningham. That's it. Now I remember. Hey, all right, little Ricky, listen up. Fonzie, what are you doing here? Whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second. What the fuck is a Fonzie? Neighbor guy lived upstairs over the garage. Oh, I see. Carry on. <laughs> hey, the Cunninghams had to go out for the evening, so I am going to be your babysitter. Whoa. 
Couldn't you get a date for tonight? I will have you know that the Tartufo twins were going to come over to my place and I was going to show them how an alternator works. Whoa! <laughs> but uh, Mr. and Mrs. C needed me to keep an eye on you until they get home. I don't need no babysitter. Oh, yeah? I think you do. Mrs. C told me you got into some trouble at school today. Not to my knowledge, no. You were selling penny candy for a dollar apiece. Some kid comes to you. I have this licorice I would like you to taste. What does this mean? What do you want it to mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're all right, kid. You're close. Close? To being cool, kid. Cool? I'm cool? Almost. Now, listen up. I'm trying to teach you something. At the heart of all you want to accomplish in this life is your ability to be cool. Well, how do I know what's cool? Well, I am cool, so I can impart. Okay. Cadillacs are very cool. Okay. Chicks are cool. You mean broads? Whatever. <laughs> oh, also, referencing Indian gods is very cool. Really? Hey, trust me. Lakshmi never lies. Yes, okay. Namaste. Right now, calling people a fairy is very cool, but I'm not sure how long that one's going to last. I'll write it as long as I can. Chewing gum and showing people how to chew gum is also very cool. I can do that. This is a big one. Okay. Always, always subscribe to the law of contrary public opinion. Makes sense. That's probably enough for today, kid. Uh, I'll see if I can get leather on the blower, because, you know, Fonzie's got the itch. Does she bring you anything after scratching it for you? Yeah, she brings me whatever I tell her to. That's cool. Got it? Got it, Fonzie. Aww. Say it with me now. Hey. Shelly, Shelly, what are we doing here? Bunch of fucking nonsense. I, I, I don't know, George. They bounced me out of a job. What are they bringing me back to the office for? If a man has been bounced, uh, just let the man bounce. Bunch of fucking nonsense, that's what this is. Let me have your attention for a moment. Because you're thinking, you're wondering how you got here. Why you've been rounded up. Whether or not you've ever seen my watch. I understand you probably have a lot of questions. Yes. That's absolutely right. Yeah, what the hell is going on here? Let's start with what we do know. You cocksuckers conspired to steal the Glengarry leads, sell them to our competitor, and split the profits. And for that, all three of you sons of bitches are going to prison. Excuse me, um, excuse me, Mr. Blake, I didn't, I, uh, I had nothing to do with, uh... Oh, really? Yes. Oh, golly. Uh, perhaps we've made a mistake. Yeah, I didn't steal anything. I don't, uh, I didn't... Oh, in that case, I'm dreadfully sorry, Mr. Arano. Not sure how this could have happened. But if you don't like it, leave. What? Yes. You're free to go at any time. We're not in the business of kidnapping. We're in the business of selling real estate. What the fuck do you think is going on here? I don't know. There's the door. It ain't locked. Well, I, I guess I guess I'll be going. I uh By the way, how's the job search going, Mr. Arano? Uh 
Not so good. That's too bad. I was just going to offer you a job. Well, guess I'll be seeing you. You're going to give me a job? Is that what I said? What did you say? I said you assholes are going to prison. Unless. Unless. Unless Mitch and Murray were to give you a chance to reclaim your former jobs. Oh, have I got your attention now? Good, because that's the deal. Work here or go to prison. That's it. Take it or leave it. Come back here, close, you get to live as free men. Not? We got no sympathy for you. You will be put away. And what about Mr. fucking Ricky Roma, huh? He have to sit here listening to this shit because he's top name on a fucking board? That's right. And he didn't try to rob the office. You grand fucking larceny co-conspirator motherfucker. Look, none of this is my idea. I don't give a fuck what happens to you assholes. But you should know, if you don't do this thing, you're going away for the full ride. First offender, I don't give a shit. Good behavior, fuck you. Go jerk off your cellmate. You want to stay out of jail, close. That's the deal. In or out. Okay, I'm in, I'm in. Jesus Christ, George. Well, I mean, I don't really have any choice. Shelly, what do you think, Shell? My daughter. I have to think of my daughter, and, and this, this, this is my chance to get back, to get my balls back. We don't have any other choice. I don't want to go back to jail. Dave. Bunch of fucking nonsense. Why I got to sit here and put up with this childishness? You think you can strong arm me? Oh, by the way, deal's off unless it's all three of you. Fuck me. Dave. Dave, please. I can't. I can't jerk off a cellmate. Dave. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But I mean, Dave, look at me. Dave, I can't. Fuck. Okay. Well, that was easy, wasn't it? Congratulations, gentlemen. And welcome back to Premier Properties. seems really, I don't know, dry, but I, you know, on the other hand, I, I don't really like the humidity either, so I, I just don't know, Rick. Yo, man, you okay? Uh, what? I, I'm, no, yeah, no, I, I, I'm fine. Friend of yours? Him? Oh, well, I'm more than that, I guess. We have a, I don't know, like a special relationship. Oh, you too. Okay, all right. Whatever. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know him that well, but I feel, like, I feel like I've known him my whole life, you know? Like, I mean, how well can one person know another person, right? Yeah, sure. Listen, I'm Raheem. I'm be taking care of him tonight, so... Thank you. I, I'm Jim. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, like, I need to get in there, Mr. Jim. You know, so if you could just, uh... We met in a bar on a, on a rainy night. Oh, that's cool. That's very romantic. He told me this funny joke and I laughed, you know, and then, uh, I guess, you know, one thing just kind of led to another and, well, here we are. Yeah. Life is weird that way. Never thought I'd be a nurse. I'll tell you what. We're, we're doing a deal together, you know? We buy some land, maybe, you know, like Florida or Arizona, something. All right. Yeah. Doing a deal. Okay. Someplace warm. I get it. Lying in the sun. Fruity drink. Little umbrella. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Maybe he can make the drinks. 
and you can drink them. <laughs> That's good. I was just sitting here looking at him, thinking about you know uh, when he and I can you know get get back to business. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, look, I hear you, man. I mean, with my woman, after a couple hours, I'm like, well, hey. But look, seriously, I need to uh, I need to help out your friend a little bit, Mr. Jim. So if you wouldn't mind just leaving the room for a couple of minutes. Uh, no, no, I, I couldn't do that. No, no, go get yourself a snack, have a smoke, whatever. No, you don't understand. I only need a couple of minutes, I though. can't do that. I'm sorry. You can't do that. No, I can't do that. I made Ricky a solemn vow not to leave his bedside until he wakes up. I mean, he doesn't know I made a solemn vow, but I did, and I know I did. And so, I, you know, no, I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly. Hey, man, look, how long have you been here? Two, three, couple days. You should go home, get some rest. No, no, I, I can't, I can't. I'll take good care of Mr. Ricky for you. You don't have to worry. No, 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 it's not, it's not that. I'm sure you would. Of course, I, I just, you know, I, I, I promised. Mr. Jim, please, just give me like five minutes. That's all I need. I should stay with him. You don't want to be here when I'm doing what I got to do. Well, what if I just turn my back? Look, there's going to be some stuff going on in this room you don't want to be a part of. Trust me. Uh, I don't know. You made a promise to him. You have a bond there. There are things you do together. But there are other things. Things that are better served by someone from the outside. And you don't need to feel ashamed. You needn't feel you're being untrue. Or that he would abandon you if he knew this is your life. Yes? I guess I could use a sandwich. There you go. Go downstairs, get yourself a sandwich. You come back, he'll be all cleaned up for you. Okay, okay, look. Thank, thanks, Raheem. Thank you. Thank you for both of us. No worries, Mr. Jim. Ricky, I'll be back. Don't you worry. I'll be right back. Hey, Judy, you come in here, help me a minute. Sure thing, hon. Just give me a hand getting him on the lift. Right. What's the deal with that guy, his brother or something? Love. Exciting and new. <laughs> oh, yeah? Come aboard. <laughs> We're expecting you. All right, all right. Give it a rest, Maltorme. <laughs> I won't put anything in Mr. Roma's chart, but I'll pass the word around, make sure all the staff knows the score. Wouldn't want nobody open their mouth without knowing what the shot is. Right on. They say, they say life is what you make it. Who says? And, um, how did we get on a train? Are we going somewhere, Mr. Roma? Yes. No. I don't know. They say you have a responsibility. They say one can if one has the strength of purpose. One can have a will of one's own. I say, in terms of will, who will you meet along the way? Who guides you by their example? Who sets you on a path to who you are? This may mean something to you. It may not. I don't know. I don't know anymore. You trying to sell me something, mister? Maybe I am. Maybe I am, you little cunt. You fucking child. Yeah, well, I am just a kid, you know. I don't even like girls. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I think I was just a kid when I first met them. 
When you met whom, Mr. Roma? When I met four beautiful, beautiful rolling women who would teach me the truths of sentience. The what now? The facts of life. Yeah, okay. But um, what's a rolling woman? It was just outside Peekskill, New York. I was hitching a ride up to Albany when I met a kindly old woman took me to a boarding school where she worked. Wait until you meet the girls. They're just gonna eat you up. It was there that I met four women who changed the course of my life. Uh, four rolling women? There was Natalie Green. Sweet, sweet Natalie. Who taught me the importance of the language of love. What about the great fucks you had, little Ricky? What do you remember about them? I have not as yet had any fucks, I don't think. I don't know. For me, what I'm saying is, it's probably not the orgasm. There was a very, I don't know, like a way my forearm seemed to crush his windpipe. You know, something his eyes did. <laughs> there was a sound he made. Okay, jeez. Uh, windpipe crushing sounds uh, less than sexy. Then there was the precocious little Tootie Ramsey, who taught me the importance of traveling in style. These roller skates right here, these are the Cadillac of roller skates. Cadillacs, you say? Best of the best, little Ricky. Uh-huh, you can believe that. Cadillacs. Got it. The wheels you use to get around say a lot about who you are, little Ricky. So would you say that if someone were to owe me a Cadillac, I should be adamant about the receipt of that Cadillac, yes? Absolutely, little Ricky. Absolutely, no question. And of course... Who could forget the stunning and effervescent Blair Warner? Perfect hair is so important. I mean, fabrics are important, too. The way they hang on a person is very important. But hair... Hair? Blair? Hair? That's right, little Ricky. It's a very important part of the whole package. Good for getting attention. Have I got your attention? Exactly. Proper hair can keep a person's interest. Are you interested? I know you are, because it's feather or walk. Having nice hair helps people around you make decisions. For Christ? Does it really? And action. Uh, so, nothing about action. I'd even say you could use it to send a secret signal to someone. Like this? Exactly, little Ricky. Oh, little Ricky. You're gonna be good at ripping people off. And last, but certainly not least, the rough-and-tumble, no-nonsense approach of Mrs. Joe Polnicek. Yo, hand me that wrench. Box or socket? Well, I'm working on a cylinder head, so obviously I mean an Allen wrench, little Ricky. Sorry, sorry. What you're hired for is to help me. This a paid gig? Does that seem clear to you? No, not at all. To help teenage girls going out there try to fix their motorcycle, you fairy. You bad at keeping me company, man. I am so very sorry. Now hurry up. I got a trip to take later, and I'm sure as hell not taking the train. Why, Joe? Why not the train? Talk to me. Talk to me. Because, little Ricky, all train compartments smell vaguely of shit. All train compartments smell vaguely of shit. Yeah, I never really minded it. And I'll tell you something else. The subway, a lot like life. That right, Mr. Oma? This train, it barrels along, knocking things off the rails. Chew fucking chew. It twists and it turns, nearly knocking you down. 
trying to take you out, trying to disrupt you. And your choices on the train of life are very simple. You either get the fuck on or you get the fuck off. That's all there is. Door's gonna open soon. It may be time for me to deboard this life. Deboard? I'm fucked on the deboard. <laughs> Wait for this train to come to a full and complete stop. Step onto the platform of the great unknown. Knowing what got me this far is such a simple idea. What's that, Mr. Roma? You take the good, you take the bad. You take them both. And there you have the facts of life. You're such a hero. You're so generous. Why you want to waste your time offer employment such a bunch of bumps? I'm not here to answer your stupid questions, pal. I'm going to introduce you to someone who is... <clears throat> and now, here to answer all your questions, please welcome all the way from Manchester... Do I really have to read this shit? Just fucking read it, you tit. Christ. <clears throat> All the way from Manchester, a cardiologist's worst nightmare, the walking heart attack. It's your new sales manager. Let's hear it for Robert Glenister. <laughs> All right, yeah. Hey, fellas, remember me, your new best friend? How you doing? Good to see you. All right, all right, all right. Well, it turns out, you know, we're actually old friends. You remember the first time we met George? No? How about you, Shelley? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, where is Mr. Williamson? Don't worry about Mr. Williamson. He got his. Yeah, anyway, I was talking. I was an actor, you see, in England. Stage work, mostly, you know, some TV. One critic called me a chameleon, a man of a dozen faces. Had a nice career going. And then I got cast in a role that nearly killed me. For the sake of my health... I had to abandon my job. My job, you understand? My job had broken my heart. Is there a point to this fucking trip down memory lane? Are we supposed to just sit here and watch you jerk off? Dave, I'll tell you. Watch that anger. That shit will ruin your arteries, my friend. Now, after me acting career, I thought my life was over. Then Mr. Blake here took a chance on me, and now I'm taking a chance on you assholes. That's all very cute, but I still don't know who the fuck you are. Still no clue, eh? Right. Hey, Shelley, you remember those guys who abducted you after you broke out of prison? Uh, those terrorist guys? Yeah, how could I forget? And George, you remember that mysterious phone call you got out of the blue offering you a job? Yes, I'm not likely to forget that anytime soon. Who were they? Eh? Who were they? They were Glenister. That's who. What do you mean? Who was Glenister? All of them. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. What are you getting at? Ahem. Levine, get in the van. Don't make me hit you. Oh my god. Hi, my name's J.C. Belinsky, and I'm calling from Ultimate Property Sales. What? No. No, come on. No. Oh yes, George. Hey, he's really good. How you do that? It's called acting, my boy. 
Wait a minute. Wait, you, you pretended to be a terrorist just to bring me back here? Well, that's fucking stupid. Well, we couldn't bloody well let Jerry Graff know what the fuck was going on. Now, cooey. And George, sorry about the beating, old man. I told the fellas, go easy on him, but you know how fellas are these days. Take their work very seriously. Oh, sure. Yeah, I understand. No worries. Bunch of fucking nonsense. You're telling me, wait a second, you couldn't have been the guy that picked me up. I was 200 fucking miles away. I went to Wisconsin. Explain that, Stanner fucking Slavsky. <laughs> Very good, Dave. You got me there. Finding you was a bit of a cock-up, so I had to call in a little help to track you down. I think the two of you know each other already. Detective? It only took me two hands and no map to find you, asshole. Ah, fuck. Not this fucking guy. That's right, Moss. After you ditched us to the train station, Bobby called me, asked me to get back on the trail. Since I wasn't working in my official department capacity, I had to go undercover. Bob sent me a good costume, gave me some tips on disguising my voice. It was only a matter of time before you were drooling on yourself the trunk of your own car. And what are you, huh? Who the fuck are you, Mr. Golden Globe winner, huh? Who the fuck are you, Mr. Lionel Barrymore? Big fucking deal. Fuck you. All right, all right, that's enough. Listen, we brought you all back here to work, to close, to earn a living, to make us all money. We're running override. You make money, we make money, and that is what we're going to do. And what about Mr. Ricky fucking Roma, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, where is Ricky? Uh, well, um, we don't know exactly. He hasn't been into the office for a few days, and he's not answering his gigantic phone. But as soon as we find out, you'll be the first to know, okay? Now, please, listen to what I'm going to tell you now because we've got a lot to get through tonight. Things. Things, you know? I mean, what do you really buy? Some guy sells you something. What is it? What do you want it to be? You see what I'm saying? Um, no. I have no idea what you're talking about. You got a lot to learn, Clarence. Charlie. A lot to learn, you ignorant little fuck. So learn me something. Take me to school. You can't learn it in school. And you can't learn it in some lucid coma dream. You gotta learn it on the street. Well, how'd you learn it, Mr. Smarty Pants? In school, mostly. What? You just said that you didn't learn In school. I learned you can't learn it in school. Oh, oh okay, that's cool. I'll never forget the day I dropped out for good. Best day of my life. I was getting bounced around one school to the next, kicked out by one, picked up for truancy, dropped in another one. I wound up in class for troubled kids like me. But these kids weren't anything like me. All right, all right, quiet down, class, knock it off. I want to introduce someone. Ooh. Ooh, Mr. Cotter. Ooh, ooh. What is it, Arnold? Is this that new student Mr. Woodhouse warned us about? Yes, Arnold. This is a new student joining our class. Uh, why don't you tell the class your name? My name is Richard Roma. Hello. How are you? I'm Arnold Horshack. Get out the way, Horshack. Let me check out my man. Hi there. Freddy Boom Boom Washington. Give me some skin. Hey. New kid, up your nose with a rubber hose. Hey, shithead, up your ass with a shot of glass. 
What? Shard of glass. Where? Up your fucking asshole. <laughs> when? Right now, lest you get out my fucking face. Hey, I like this kid. All right, all right. Everybody, take your seats. Come on now. Uh, turn to page 46 in your textbook. Psst. Psst. Hey, new kid. Are you talking to me? Yeah, you. Come here. Come here, come here, come here. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Cotter. I gotta go take a dump. Oh, well, hurry up and get back here. Uh, no, 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 as, I, as I was saying, you know, the geopolitical implications of the Monroe Doctrine were many and new. Who the fuck are you? Juan Luis Pedro Filippo Esteban Julio Camilo Big Papi Muchacho de Huevos Esteen. I'm late for class, uh, man. I ain't got no excuse. What am, I, what am I gonna do? Well, you're gonna give me five bucks, and then am I gonna help you fix it? You're goddamn right I am. So then, uh, my Uncle Harmon says, that's no tuna fish sandwich, that's my wife. <laughs> ah, Ricky, you back already? Everything come out okay? I feel like I just slept for 12 hours. Yo, man, Mr. Cartel was just telling us one of his jokes. I feel like I slept for 12 hours too. Hey, uh, sorry I'm late there, uh, Mr. Cotter. Hey, here you go, man. You better have a good excuse, Epstein. I told you last time, if you're late again, you're getting detention. Ah, don't worry, Mr. Cotter. Here you go. What is this? It's a note. Why don't you read it? <clears throat> to whom it may concern, please excuse my son Juan for being late to school, you stupid fucking cunt. Signed, Epstein's mother. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you sell that guy a forged note from his own mother? Can't get nothing by you, Chauncey. Charlie! Why, 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 that's brilliant! It's, it's simply genius! Well, that's what I'm saying to you. Always be learning. Stand up, speak up, stay out of school! And that's one to grow on. Thanks, Mr. Roma. I fucking hate you, Charlie. Clancy. Charlie, fuck! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back! And now, everyone, it's time for the annual PPC PPEC, the Premier Properties Company Picnic Pie Eating Contest. This year, it's going to be a team event. We have the salesman, Roma, Moss, Levine, and <clears throat> Arano, versus the managers and owners, Mitch, Murray, Mr. Lemkin, and a newcomer to this event, John Williamson. Everybody gather round. Let's see which team has the biggest mouth. Yeah. Want to swing around this table? Watch me eat? You're going down this year, Lemkin, you hear me? You fucking Lemkin. Who the, what the fuck kind of name is Lemkin? You're going the fuck down. Oh, God, I shouldn't have eaten all those hot dogs. I'm not even hungry. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't, uh, I can't. What, George? You can't do what? I can't eat it. I don't know what to do. Just eat the blueberry pie, George. Easiest thing to digest. Shelly, who baked the pie? Don't, don't worry about it, George. Just do your best. If the four of us work together, each using our unique talents and abilities in symphony with each other, there's no way anybody can take us down. That's goddamn right. Teams, 
On your marks, get ready, get set, and go. Levine! Levine, what the f- Have you heard a fucking word I just said? What? What? what, Yeah. 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 Of course I did. As I was saying, when I got here, I started going through the books. I looked at the sheets and I found an interesting trend. Turns out this office made its best sales figures in the years 1988 to 1990 when the three of you and Roma were the salesmen. And you thought what? You thought you'd bring us back here, recapture our former glory, that it? I was hot in 87 and 88 and six months in 89. I had such confidence then. We were doing well. We were doing very well. Oh, the confidence I had. And I believe we can get back on top again if we all work together. What do you say, mates? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, fine. Good. Because we're starting off this month by adding a little something keep you cocksuckers motivated. Uh, because threatening to send us to jail wasn't enough? Mitch and Murray have been working on a secret project, and this seems like the perfect time to launch it. I don't want to go to launch. We're going to have a little contest. Winner takes all. Ladies, feast your eyes on the latest innovation in real estate sales. What the fuck is that? Whoa. Cool. It's a computer. No. It's much more than that. This, you ignorant fucks, is the Lead Whacker 3000. The most advanced automated selling machine in the world. It does everything a salesman can do. From cold calling to presenting our investment opportunities to the client and most important, closing the deal. It executes the contract and can even collect payments. And it does all of it electronically, doesn't require any coffee. Oh, God. Bunch of fucking nonsense. What, what is this, Michigas? It's the future, gents. And it's here. Now. Nah, well, come on. You seriously think that thing can sell better than a man, a real salesman? That's what we're going to find out. You've got all you've got one month to prove yourselves worthy of your jobs. And if you maggots can't close more deals than this glorious automation, you're all fired. Man versus machine. Old versus new. I'd wish you luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. What is this bullshit? I'm the machine around here. Not anymore. Who the fuck are we? A bunch of fucking John Henrys? All right, listen up. Listen, why don't you guys take a break, eh? Go across the street, get yourselves something to eat, and then uh, come back in an hour. I don't want to go to lunch. Get the fuck out. And when you get back... We'll give you all a little demonstration of what the Lead Whacker 3000 is going to do for this company. Wait upon your Bunch of fucking nonsense. It is, yes. Hey, look, it's a, you know, it, it is what it is. Go up against a fucking machine for your fucking job, beat a machine or you're fucking fired. It's 
I don't know. It's medieval. They had cold calling sales machines in the medieval times. George, would you fucking? It's just a question, Dave. Fuck this machine. Fuck this machine. Fuck this machine. What I say? Well, look. I mean, I may not be what I used to not be. Not you, but... you geriatric fuck. I'm talking about the lead whacker. The lead whacker three thousand. What an innovation! Bunch of fucking nonsense. What it is, George? Doesn't sit well with me either, Dave. But uh, what are we gonna do? I'll tell you what we should do. Here we go again. We should get the fuck out of Dodge. Out of Dodge. We, we just got back to Dodge. Yeah, I, I'm with George on this one. We don't really have much of a choice. That's the issue, isn't it? Uh, 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 Where'd you come from? The absence of choice. It can drive a man mad. He's right on the money there. Trust me on this one. Look, what the fuck is this shit? You like interrupting men while they're talking? Who are you? You're talking about... You're talking about what? I, I don't see how that's any of your business. Yeah, take a hike, pal. Yeah, make like a tree and, you know... There's the door. Okay. I can leave if you'd like. And I suppose I'll take this info on the lead whacker with me, shall I? Well, what are you talking about? Oh, do I have your attention? Just tell us what the fuck you know, Deep Throat. Who the fuck are you anyway, huh? I know worlds more than you, Mr. Moss. Well, that's all very cute, but you're running this proposition like a bunch of bullshit. Well, Dave, let's hear the man out. Fuck you, Shelly, and fuck you too, Mr. Mystery Man. Fuck the lot of you. Hey, why fuck me, Dave? Because you listen. God damn it! I'm always listening when I shouldn't be, and not listening when I should be, and What's wrong with me? Uh, That aside, I have a proposition for you, gentlemen. What is it? Come on. What's the proposition? Out with it. I represent a man who has a keen interest in all lead-whacking technology, and specifically, the machine your bosses are ready to unleash on an unknowing land-buying population. Yeah? How keen an interest are we talking about? Yeah, what's the shot, fella? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm curious too, but I'm afraid I shouldn't be listening. Dave, shut the fuck up, George. Should you all fancy yet another criminal endeavor, albeit this time a successful one, and should you find a way to acquire the lead whacker or its schematics, I'm sure the man I represent would gladly make your fiscal lives much more comfortable than they have been while jockeying for position on a chalkboard simply to put food on the dinner table. Oh, I'm fucked on the board. And on the dinner table. I'm fucked no matter where you put me, frankly. Drugstore, recording studio, I'm fucked. George, will you just please... Are you fucking with us, pal? Don't fuck with us, fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna need some fucking uh, uh, assurances we do this, you know? Assurances come with trust, Mr. Boss. And from what I know, you have yet to earn anyone's trust, save your consortium of malcontents, the Como Inn. Okay, so uh, get the lead whacker and uh, we'll be well, yeah? Be rewarded. Handsomely. This, see, this, guys, I don't know, we should, we should really, I mean, we, should I even be listening? Dave, shut up, George. Gentlemen, I may never get the ambient rendolence from this mulberry silk, if I remain too much longer in this fine establishment. Bunch of fucking incense. We want that lead-whacking machine, and we are serious about that desire. Our typical seriousness translates usually to something beneficial to one who can acquire that which we desire. Good day, gentlemen. 
Should you wish to, you can reach me at this number any time, day or night, and I trust that we will be hearing from you. Goodbye. Well, fellas, looks like we got a fucking decision to make. Well, I mean, <laughs> I do still have a black turtleneck from my miming days. Who the fuck are you, shields and your smell? Unfair to a pair of American treasures, David. Fuck you. We need a plan. A proper procedure. A uh, strategy. The strategy? The strategy? I'm sure Ginny would, you know, she'd want you to get better too. I, I don't think she would wish death on anyone. It's not that. She's not that, you know, I mean... It's just that, and believe me, I get her point of view, and no one could make the argument that a husband, as in any marriage, has certain responsibilities, and in the execution of those responsibilities... Oh, hey there, Mr. Jim. Oh, uh, oh, hi, Russell. Uh, how are you doing? Okay, okay. You, you need me to leave the room? I mean, uh, yeah, it'd probably be good. Oh, okay. Yeah, before you go, though, can I, can I have a minute? Uh, sure. Hey, listen, Mr. Jim, I... You and Ricky been here a while now. You kind of become like family to us, you know. So I was just hoping you don't mind. I get a little personal. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. We we know you guys are real close, and that's why we go easy on the rules with you, right? We let you stay after visiting hours and take special care of you because we know you guys are like. It's not like you just met randomly in some bar and hardly know each other. You got a deep, committed like. Spiritual relationship, no doubt. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, me, me and Ricky, uh, well... Otherwise, I'd be kicking your ass out of here right now. I'd kick your fucking ass, too, for being untrue, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you and Mr. Ricky, you got, you got real dreams together. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're doing a deal. Right. And I don't want you to get the raw end. Oh, how do I say this? There's no sure things in life, you know? Uh, yeah, well, I mean... We ain't, we ain't guaranteed nothing in this life, you know, Mr. Jim? I know. My mom, you know, all she wanted to do her whole life was go on a safari, you know, in Africa. That was her, like, real big dream, right? So she saved all her money, like, every week, pinching pennies, go on the safari. When she retired, she finally had enough money to go. Uh-huh. But she thought it would be like a good idea if she do like a uh, like a practice run before they go on a safari, you understand? Like like that's that's when shit got real, man. What what happened? She got fucking eaten by a lemur. No one was drive through safaris in Sandusky, Ohio. Oh my god. I I'm so sorry. I know. That was some real bullshit. I made sure to be there the day they put that lemur down, though. Look that fucker right in the eyeballs. You know what I saw? What? Nothing. There was no remorse, no pity, no empathy. Cocksucker just looked dead at me, licked his lips like he was still fucking hungry. Jesus. That's what life is, Mr. Jim. You see what I'm saying? Life is an angry lemur. It don't give a shit. Wow. Well, um... Okay. Mr. Jim, I'm going to be real with you now. Nobody knows if Mr. Ricky's ever going to make it out of that coma. God forbid, what if he doesn't make it out? you got to prepare yourself for that, you know? Uh, if you want to do that deal with Mr. Ricky, 
I suggest you do it fast. Oh, God. It's okay, Mr. Jim, because I'm here to help you. You know my supervisor, Nurse Judy? Yeah. Well, she's taking this correspondence course in wedding planning, right? So she can totally hook you up. Like, totally. I don't, uh, I don't, uh, what, what, what are you... You don't have to hide it from me anymore. I told you we're family now. And if you and Mr. Ricky are going to do that deal, we're going to help you do it. We're going to help you two get married. Get what? Get met. But, but, but I'm already met. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm already making plans for that. Huh. Yeah, you got so much on your mind right now. Let us take care of it for you. We don't need no preacher, no church. We'll just do it right here in the hospital room. How do you like that, Mr. Jim? <laughs> well, I, uh, I, uh, I... I'll get her. I'll get her. Hey, Judy! Judy, come in here for a minute. No, no, no. You, you don't have to do that. Judy! Help yous. I already talked to Mr. Jim about what we talked about. Now he's ready to talk about what we talked about to be the way we talked about it. Isn't that right, Mr. Jim? Uh, can I have three days to think about it? No, hon. It's go time. Uh, but, but... Don't you worry your pretty little head, hon. You just leave everything to me. And before yous know it, you'll be the husband of Mr. Ricky Roman. Oh, God. It's all cloudy in here, like my thoughts. Drifting in and out, getting weirder all the time inside this Ricky coma. Some little shitbag I never met before. Hey. I can still kind of hear them out there. I know they're sitting slouched. Jackets hung, hands wrung. Is Ricky going to wake up? Is there even a life waiting for him if he does? Wonder if he can hear us. Wonder if he still needs that Cadillac. It's a pretty sweet ride, Mr. Roma. The sun sets on every Cadillac sooner or later. This could be my sunset. My Eldorado Sayonara. How come you lisp sometimes and other times not, Mr. Roma? Fuck you, Charlie. None of your goddamn business how I talk. Okay, and then other times you sound like a southern military man for very little reason that I can see. What's the point, Chuck? What's the fucking point? Any case, I gotta argue with you. I gotta knock heads with a paradox. What is life? Just watching the sand fall through my hourglass, Charlie. Falling faster now. Every grain of sand falls. Can't stop it. Don't even know if I wanna. Sand. Sand. Fuck, Charlie. All the fucking sand. No, no, no. Two. Just to say. To thank her for the Tonka trucks. Hey, where's the G.I. Joe? Fuck you care. Fuck's that mean? Huh, Ricky? Fuck's that mean I don't care where the G.I. Joe is? It means, Lil Dave, that you haven't had a good G.I. Joe storyline for pretensies in a month. None of my business you want to push me to answer you. So, why the fuck do you care about the G.I. Joe in the first place, etc.? You kind of mean streaking, you little Ricky. Hey, did you guys hear about the popsicles? Shut the fuck up. Okay. Bring that shit of my pretensies. You want a bad one with the speaking spell and I brought it up, you'd harbor it. You'd harbor it a long time and you'd be right. Who said fuck the micro machines? 
Fuck the micro machines. Fuck the micro machines. Fuck the micro machines. What is this life skills class? You got Stretch Armstrong, so you think you're the ruler of this sandbox? You want to decide what should be played with how? Is that it? I come in the schoolyard today. I get humiliated by some jag-off lunch lady. I get this shit thrown in my face by you, you genuine shit, because you got the most gold stars? Is that what I did, Dave? I humiliated you? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Sitting on top of the sandbox. Sitting on top of the sandbox. Everything's fucking push-pops. And I don't got a moment to play with some bust-out vulgarian can't find his G.I. Joe? Fuck you, Dave. You know you got a big mouth. You play pretend the whole cafeteria stinks with your farts for a week. <laughs> what a big boy you are. Let me buy you a pack of Big League Chew. I'll show you how to chew it. Oh, yeah, I'd like that. Because it's like, it's just shreds of gum. It's a bunch of fucking nonsense. Your pal tries to tell you about popsicles. All that comes out of your mouth is circus peanuts. Ugh. How fucked up you are. Who's my pal? Huh? And what are you, Ricky? Huh? What are you? He-Man? Who the fuck are you, Mr. Slinky? What are you? Friends to the recess, man? Big deal. Fuck you. You got the memory of a fucking fly. You're terrible at Simon. I never liked you anyway. What is this, your farewell speech? I'm going home. Your farewell to the book club? I'm not going home. I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese. Have a good slice. Oh, fuck you. Fuck the lot of you. Fuck you all. Um, you were saying? It all runs in circles. Where you start, you end, and where you end, you start again. Wondering the whole time, who is my friend? I, I thought it all runs in streaks, Mr. Roma. Fucking Christ with your questions. It's both, Charlie. It runs in streaks and circles and circles and streaks. Streaks and circles. Now shut the fuck up. I'm trying to almost die dramatically. <clears throat> Who is my friend? Who's got my back? Maybe I'm not coming back. You assholes will witness firsthand the awesome power of the Leadwhacker 3000. I've got a lead card here, and Mr. Blake will simply feed it into the machine. Ah, it's a bunch of fucking nonsense. That's some fucking bullshit cream puff Ricky Roma lead you'll put in there. I know how this goes. You toss that thing a softball, it closes, we're all impressed and intimidated and blah blah. Bunch of fucking nonsense. Who is it, huh? What's the name? Fuck you. That's the name. Hey, pal, you, Moss, you want to read the name on this lead card? Give it to me. Give me this shit. Ah, fuck. Well, what is it? Yeah, who's the lead? Patel. Wait, what? Why'd you say what? What? A little louder, please, huh, pal, so we can all hear. Patel. Fucking rabbit him, Patel. Patel? You're going to try to sell an Indian? I would never try to sell an Indian. Deadbeats, all of them. What better way to demonstrate the capabilities of this technological marvel? I simply insert the lead card like so, and... Hello, Patel residence. Ravidam speaking. How may I help you? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, yes, who is this? Good evening, Mr. Patel. My name is Jerry Jefferson, a source of some hilarity. But you can call me JJ. I've never been afraid of familiarity. 
Hey, that's my line. Okay, JJ, what can I do for you, my friend? I spoke with your wife earlier. I'm calling from Rio Rancho, an investment firm in Arizona. I'd like to offer you a unique opportunity, so I called you on the phone. The voice you're hearing has been modeled on TV funny man Nipsey Russell. Years of field research said this voice would put people at ease. Mitch and Murray spared no expense. Bunch of fucking nonsense. Oh, you have quite a sense of humor, Mr. JJ. But I I don't invest my hard-earned money over the phone. No, 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 no. I would never ask you to. When it comes to buying land, don't put my money anyplace until I've met the salesman face to face. Oh, that is excellent advice, JJ. Well, gee, it's been nice talking to you. I guess I should be going. Goodbye-bye. Mr. Patel, before you flee, please tell me, do you have a TV? Of course I have TV. I am just watching the cricket match. The game is moving quite swiftly. There are already 723 overs with only 2,658 to go. That's a wicked googly. Listen, Ravi, you don't mind if I call you Ravi. I'm going to broadcast some images onto your television screen so that some of our properties can be seen. You can do that? For sure. For you, Ravi, we can do that and much, much more. Hey, that's not fair. We can't put stuff on their TV during a set. That's, that's not, uh... It's a bunch of fucking nonsense. JJ, I, I don't know. This doesn't seem to be working. I'm not seeing anything here. What I'm going to say, of course, is please be patient and hold your horses. <laughs> now see, it's not working. Doesn't have the balls, can't do what a real salesman does. That's absolutely right. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, wait, wait, I see it now. Oh, JJ, I can see all that beautiful, beautiful rolling land. Fuck me. The president of my company has given me a one-time-only promotion on our estates for 24 hours. Over the past year, the value of these properties has gone up a lot. It's time, Mr. Patel, to poop or get off the pot. Oh, I see, I see. Well, I, I, I just don't know. It seems so risky. Life is risky, Ravi. Tell you something... If you put your baby on a waterbed, things might get kind of grim. You won't know whether he went to bed or the bed went him. Oh, yes, yes, I understand. Oh, yes, okay, um, oh, golly. Look, tomorrow might be rain or it might be sunny. All I'm trying to do here is make you a lot of money. Oh, well, well, let's do it then. I don't care what it costs. Shut up and take my money. Exultations and congratulations. You like that, don't you? I'll have a special VIP courier bring the contracts to you and your spouse at a time when you can indicate you'll both be at your house. Okie dokie smokey. Let's make an appointment. You tell me when. Say, tonight at 8 or tomorrow at 10. Let's do it tonight. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Oh, thank you so much for calling, JJ. I can't believe I never bought land before. I feel like a new man. I've never been so happy in all my days. <clears throat> well, that was easy, wasn't it? At the end of the month, if the lead whacker has closed more sales than you sons of bitches, you're all fired. And just to make it interesting... If your combined sales can beat the lead whackers, listen to this. I'll give you the keys to my BMW. Oh, oh, have I got your attention now? 
And since our computerized salesman seems to already have a lead, fucking pun intended, I suggest you get to work. You heard the man. What is this in aid of? Two lead cards for tonight, two lead cards for tomorrow. Excuse me, what is this in aid of? I thought you brought us back here to close for you. It's not me. Oh, it's not you. Then who the fuck am I talking to? I'm sure I'm sure he didn't mean it. I'm sure he didn't mean it about trimming down the sales force. I swear to God, you know, you work all your life and then your son dumps you in a goddamn nursing home. Oh, come on, Dad. Don't talk like that. I thought you liked it in here. Uh, maybe I did once. I don't know. Things just get... Uh, yes, yes. Things get... They get worse over time. They do. This chair. The chair? Yes, this chair. I used to have... Uh, That's the same chair, isn't it, Pop? Yeah, it's the same chair, but I used to have those, uh, you know, those... Uh, what? Those... Those, remember? That seat thing, the cover with those beads. Oh, the beads, yes. For my sciatica. Yes, I remember that. Where are the beads? I don't know. W- what happened to the beads? You're asking me? Yes. I don't know. I asked them many times, hey, can you bring me another one of those, you know, with the beads for my chair? Don't they do it? Nurses, man, nurses, man, they don't care. They don't care. You see any beads under my ass? Nope, no beads. No, yes. You like those beads. I love those beads. And now a man accustomed to sitting on beads his entire life has to sit here, nothing on his ass. But ass, yes. It's humiliating. It is. Yes. What do you do? What can you do? What can you do? If you do not have the goddamn beads. I'll I'll look into it, okay, Dad? Listen, listen. Uh, what, what, what? There's something I want to talk to you about. Yes, I'm having some problems at work. Again? It's a long story. They've got this machine, you know, sell land, and it, it's going to bounce me out of a job. And then this guy wants us steal the machine, give it to him. I, I don't know. I'm so confused, Pop. I don't, I don't know what to do. You know, George, I envy you. You envy me? Why? Yeah, look at you. You're out there. You're doing work. A working man. I just I just sit here all day. I don't do a goddamn thing. I'm telling you, if I could just get back out there like you, I feel like I could be somebody. You are somebody. You're my dad. Oh, I mean, you know what I mean. I think I do. George, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. Of all that you have accomplished... You're a good man, George. Thanks to you, Pops. Oh, don't mind me. I guess I'm just bored being in here. I understand. Maybe someday I'll take you on a sit with me. How would you like that? Yeah, that would be great. You could be uh, the vice president just in from out of town. (laughs) Whenever you need me, you know where to find me. Right fucking here. Excuse me, Mr. Arano. Uh, I'm going to take you down the dining room. It's time for lunch. I don't want to go to lunch. It's okay. Dad, I got to run anyway, so... You're welcome to stay and eat with him if you'd like. Oh, no thanks. Well, 
Uh, what's on the menu today? It's a sardine souffle with a side of liquefied kale. Oh, God, I hate this nursing home. <laughs> <laughs>